Hi and welcome to, I guess, season two of the Zenless podcast. Podcast, if you will. Uh, I will get it right one day. So the first episode of, of 2020 and what's been going on? Well, not very much. Uh, I have some issues with my, my ears at the moment, so... Uh, it's kind of ground to a halt. Some personal issues last month, so I kind of needed to take a little bit of a break. And so there was like one review, and that was Spies in Disguise. And there was a review of some animated thing called Scamper the Penguin, which we'll get into shortly. And there was also DVD Locker, which kind of was put on hold until this month which i'll also explain in a moment anyway let's get on with the show so first up what's been going on with the blog well as i mentioned in the preamble not a lot not really i put a review up for spies in disguise brilliant animated spy comedy great for kids and for adults if it's still at your local cinema Go and see it. It's great fun. I also did a review for Scamper the Penguin. Very odd. It was a second dubbing of a Russian-Japanese collaboration miniseries. Very, very odd stuff. Very, very odd stuff. Also, uh, finally, finally got the Odd Wolf to do his Food Fight review. He is so terrified of this movie. It's really, really funny. He he was supposed to uh, watch this in full at the Bad Movie Palooza in 2018, and it never happened. He only got to see part of it. So I had made it my quest to make sure he saw it in full. I was able to get hold of a copy for uh, a phenomenal... 50 pence and so finally I've I, I have it in my collection uh, not sure if I should be proud or scared of that and lent it to Wadwolf and he like thanked me as you can imagine and so now he has that in his in his uh, set in his uh, repertoire of like uh, blogs so um, nice one you know and I'll see what bad movie I can find for you next to do. Coming up next in my my um, blog, uh, there is something uh, I've been asked to do called the Blogathon, where there are various bloggers who are doing blogs on a theme. And this year, the theme is musicians who are moonlighting as actors. And I know a fair few that have have done this. I mean, you know, you bear in mind that I've watched over 4,300 movies. I guess you would know that. And I have selected uh, The Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy, which features Mostaf, and The Sweeney, which has Plan B in it. So hopefully, if all goes to plan, those two will be in the blogathon. I will be doing a piece in my blog about TV shows that are turned into movies, but the genre is wrong. After the Banana Splits movie, that was a kiddie show turned into horror, and now Fantasy Island, 
which was a comedy fantasy action turned into a damn horror, uh, I thought I should write about this. So that should be up there soon as well. Um, I should also have a couple of unboxings. Um, I have uh, Under the Shadow from Second Sight Film. I have one box from DVD Locker. And I should have another one very soon. So I'll probably do that as a double whammy together. And I'm hoping that I have another company that I'll be doing either screenings or unboxings with as well. But we'll see how that goes. So fingers crossed on that one. And I think that's just about it for the blog. Anyone who knows me will know that I really like my collector's items. And one thing I really do like is my steelbooks. I like going to HMV for mine. And I've seen that there's some really good ones coming up in HMV. I thought you guys might be interested. The following are coming up. On the 10th of February, there's Shutter Island. Hunt for Red October on the 17th of February. The 24th of February, there's Zombieland Double Tap. The 2nd of March, there's Terminated Dark Fates. The 9th of March, there's Midway and Doctor Sleep, which is also a director's cut. Looking forward to that one. Also, if you're fancying going into HMV at the moment, they're also doing a tier for £15 on Blu-rays by 88 Films. So if you're after things like Swamp Thing, Body Melt, Bad Dreams, Adult Fairy Tales, Student Bodies, Return to Horror High, um, The Original Toolbox Murders, uh, Sleepaway Camp 2 and 3, American Ninja, Offerings, Grizzly, Eskimo Nell. Uh, I could probably go on and on and on about this. Um, you know, good deal there. Um, they've also got Best of 80s Scream Queens. Um there's probably a load more as well, to be fair, but they're just ones off the top of my head I can think of. So it's a, it's a pretty good deal. Um, and so go and grab them, you know, because you, you know it makes sense. So what discs have dropped into my collection of late? Well, you wouldn't believe it. As well as the usual things from DVD Locker, which I haven't opened as yet, as has been explained, um, double whammy for this month and also Under the Shadow which will be unboxed very shortly um, I have a DVD documentary from the Church of Scientology called Psychiatry The Industry of Death which is going to be interesting at some point and I also have a couple of flash animation DVDs of The Matrix and also the 10th anniversary version called The Matrix Relaunch, which is about sustainable farming and in industrial agriculture and how it's bad for people and the animals and everything else. It's actually um, very well done. It was originally made in 2003. The 10th anniversary obviously 2013 and I wonder if there'll be a 20th anniversary you know I guess we'll find out in the goodness of time um, nothing else has turned up as yet but you know there's always weird and wonderful things turning up so you never know and I, I guess if you keep it posted here or to YouTube you just never know what you're going to find out 
When it comes to speed, there's only one name. I've studied the best spin moves. His, legendary. I race the fastest in the world. He makes us all look slow. I'm wild, but he's on another level. That dude, he knows it's all about the rings. When he turns on the burners, good luck. He's just a blur out there. What's this for again? What's this for again? What's this for again? What's this for again? Great question. I have no idea. But please, McCaffrey, go on about how amazing I am. Sonic the Hedgehog, one of the most iconic characters in gaming history. A blue hedgehog. Very, very strange. But Sega brought this character through and is absolutely amazing. I, I love Sega. Sega consoles are amazing and I'm absolutely gutted that they don't make consoles anymore. Um, they were ahead of their time as far as I'm concerned. But this is not a gaming podcast, this is a movie podcast. Um, but I still miss my Sega Saturn. Um, I've always wanted a live action Sonic the Hedgehog movie to happen. And now it is actually here at long last. And it's brilliant. And I mean, despite the awful nightmare trailer that we were originally given, Paramount stepped up to the plate and showed what they could do. They brought in Jim Carrey as Robotnik, which was weird to say the least, um, but it's interesting. And I've got to say, I'm really interested and I really cannot wait to see this movie. I think this movie is going to be a winner. I really do. And on that note, here's Jim Carrey with some thoughts on the movie and playing Robotnik. I knew when I got the call to do this movie that Sonic was a game. <laughs> I think I had played it once or twice. Uh, and after I got the call, I started playing it with my grandson who humiliated me constantly. And uh, the really fun part was I got to see how smart he was, how clued in he was, and these games have turned kids into jet pilots. I mean, they're quick, and uh, their reflexes are awesome. And uh, he likes to trash talk a lot. He's nine years old, and he trash talks me. I, I, I get angry, I put money in the swear jar, and uh, I'm actually a lot like Robotnik when we play. Oh, give me a big fat break! I think that Sonic represents the power of innocence, the power of play, the you know the the uh, the electricity in a in a pure soul who just is doing his life because there is fun to be had, you know and. That's my philosophy about life in, in the first place. You have to find something to do in life that not only serves people, but serves you in your heart, makes you feel like a child, makes you go, you know, I, I get to wake up every day and do what I love. And that's, you know, that's the dream for everybody, you know? thought you might like a latte with steamed Austrian goat milk. Of course I want a latte. I love the way you make them! Robotnik is a little tiny piece of nothing in his own mind. And he's blown himself into gigantuan proportions. Uh, he is as smart as heck, you know? He is the smartest one in the room. But there's, a, there's smart, and then there's spiritually dumb. 
know? And uh, I'm sure you could take a lot of the smartest people and, and put them in a room, and when it comes to life, they can't carry water, you know? Uh, and that's kind of it. You know, he lives through his invention. He wants to capture the world and the world's consciousness and control humanity with his machines. And of course, we're not dealing with any of that, are we? So I think, uh, I think I'm kind of right in the zeitgeist with this character. I just dealt with him as, a, as a, an ego out of control, as somebody who believes themselves completely separate from the rest of the world. And so he must conquer those who, uh, who betrayed him. It's wonderful to be able to physicalize that evil, that self-centeredness, that constantly acting as if there's a spotlight on you, you know, and everybody's really interested in what you have to say. And if they're not, they must be banished. You know, uh, I, think, I think that it became a physical dance, and that's why we had that kind of weird dance sequence in it. It's uh, very edgy. And the music, Evil Grows, was something I heard when I was a child, and I, I said to Jeff, what about that song, Evil Grows? You know, evil grows in cracks and holes and lives in people's minds. You know, evil grows in the dark. And uh, it's uh, kind of a cool song that I grew up with, but I didn't know if it was big in America or anything like that. And they all knew the song. I guess it was a hit everywhere. And they said, oh, we'll throw that on, see what happens. And it was perfect. It was just the perfect thing for Robotnik. And at the same time, we found out shooting in Vancouver that it was a Vancouver band that had recorded, had written and recorded the song. And so it was just really cool kismet, you know? We brought that back from, uh, from the Netherlands. I'm just having so much fun, honest to God. It's, it's a great, fun part to do. And you get in the gizmos and the gadgets and stuff and fly around in that ship and they've got that on a crane and they're manipulating it and stuff and you're just kind of got to imagine the whole thing. It's, it's a real blast. I, I really liked it, really enjoyed it. The wonderful thing about Robotnik is he is analogous to a lot of the insane ego that's running us, you know, in all different kinds of realms of life. Uh, the greed, the avarice, the self-centeredness, uh, the self-dealing, uh, the lack of a conscience, you know, that we see in a lot of different realms. Robotnik signifies that. He is a madman with a triple-digit IQ. And, um, you know, like a lot of those good folks, uh, those clever genius types in uh, Silicon Valley, that's not a microchip on his shoulder, you know? That's a quantum database of bitterness. And uh, he hates society because he wasn't nurtured, he wasn't loved, and this is what happens to a genius like that when they have no nurturing, no love, no guidance, and that's what he's become the epitome of that. He hates the world because the world abandoned him. And I, th I see him as somebody who wants to be the warden of a mechanized prison that captures the consciousness of the world. And Sonic is a power that he needs because if you control the power grid, you control the world. He's a wonderful character to play. And uh, of course, he's a 300 IQ, so it took me a week and a half to prepare. Uh, but, uh, you know, it's, uh, it's just wonderful. And it, all it really comes down to is he wants to be special to somebody, you know? only it's gone megalomania 
for him. He wants to be special to everyone. In fact, he wants to be the king of everyone. And, you know, another thing he really, really wants is to be able to get a latte the way he wants it with Austrian goat's milk. I was not expecting that. But I was expecting not to expect something, so it doesn't count. And so there you go. Jim Carrey's thoughts on, on Sonic the Hedgehog, the movie, and playing Robotnik. The time for talking is over! It's time to push buttons. You heard what Robotnik said. Click, subscribe, hear when the next podcast is available. You know it makes sense, guys. And that's the end of the podcast. Um, a little bit briefer than usual, I guess. Um, hopefully next time I'll have better hearing and there'll be more movies on the blog. Uh, yep, I think that's about it. So I'll catch you next time. You know how to find me. Check me out on social media. You'll find me on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook. Message me here. Drop me an email. You know, catch you later.